Welcome back. This is Beers from Last Night. I'm Chris. Uh, I am Paul Bungin. Well, I mean, use the name. (laughs) Use the name of somebody else who's here. My name is Henry, sir. Oh, my God. All right. I'm Chris. He's Paul. (laughs) This is Derek. That's Derek. I don't know why you're assigning me a different name, sir. (laughs) Shut up, Paul. I'm Henry Bagwell, and I stand by it. And we're back. <laughs> How's everybody doing, guys? I'm good. Really good. Really good at this moment. <laughs> did you take a sip of beer, Derek? I, I just did, yes. Yes, I did. Uh, we're, we're warming up and shooting the shit, and Derek uh, vows that he's not going to take another sip until I put the show on the road. So here we are, Yep. and I'm enabling Derek. Job. Wow. Okay. Cheers. But we're <laughs> we're glad to all be here. Uh, we're glad to have Derek back, and because uh, yeah, man, yeah, it's been it's been a couple weeks. Once again, that's pretty much our mo. We're back in black. We're right? fucking bad at this. Back in black. <laughs> it's hard, man. I don't know what to say it's hard, dude. We're so bad at this that okay. So uh, Apple Podcast just updated their app, and they started. Uh, like showing the frequency at which uh, podcasts like produce new episodes, sure. and they yeah. list that as monthly. Nice. <laughs> you must nice. have a monthly podcast here. Yes, okay. I mean, I, it all evens out. I guess they're probably right. Sometimes yeah. we do four in a month. On average, yeah, yeah, they got it right. Have to go two months without doing one. So right. yeah. that happens. Should happen, man. Life. Sometimes you, you know, sometimes you get two. You record. You can't cut out. Right. That's what <laughs> right. It's not like you're not trying. You just don't want to put that out on the air, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, what's what's been up, Derek? Since the last time we talked to you. Oh man, a lot of bullshit. A lot of work bullshit. Yeah. Uh, we kind of just went over it, but my schedule's just been all over the place. I've been working mornings, nights, evenings, days. Uh, so any any spare moment I have is just uh, sleeping, eating, or drinking beer. Uh, that's about it, man. To be honest, it's been like that for about two weeks now. So, pretty much what I do in general. That's life, so, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, it is. It <laughs> is. It's just I'm really tired in the process the entire time. So. Oh yeah, dude. Yep. I don't get any sleep. I'll, I'll sleep. I, I nap. I don't sleep anymore. I nap. Right. I'm an adult napper. Little cat naps here and there. Mm-hmm. They're called power naps. I hear cat naps. They are. Yeah. Cat power nap, nap. Power nap. Whatever it is. Yeah. That's all I do now. Dude, but, it's okay. but it's okay. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm drinking beer, so everything's good. Good. We're glad to hear it. Um, so I I thought of this thing just the other day because like Paul's brought it up for like a couple episodes in a row, and one of them was on the last episode that you yeah. you were on, Derek. Yeah. And it was about like the origin story of Margaritaville, right? Paul just, just cannot possibly give the Margaritaville thing up. I've just been all about he's Florida. Just, yeah, I brought up keep like Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Margarita. Sorry. I don't know why. That wasn't intentional. He's, anyway, but... he's very, very fucking enthralled with the idea of Margaritaville, and he has to know the order. Yes. So I thought I would do a little bit of digging and figure out what the fuck this is all about, right? All right. Let's okay. do it. Okay. I'm, I'm so, interested. Okay. 
So uh, with my extensive research with one fucking individual phrase Googled into the Google machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hard research. Okay, so this is from songfacts.com, right? Okay. Songfacts.com. So, so, so if, you haven't, if you haven't been paying attention, uh, it, maybe you're just not as caught up in this as I am, but uh, Paul believes that Margaritaville's origin is in Florida. He Okay, believe is a strong term. I heard once it was. I heard once. That's a better way to say it. So you, you said, though, that you thought that Florida was indeed Margaritaville, right? That is what I thought. There okay. are a lot of Margaritavilles around here. I'll just throw yeah. that out there. So, like, I thought that was, like, the origin of it. Yeah, so that's basically what I tapped into Google. Yeah. Like, I want to fucking get to the bottom of this, yes. right? Let's, let's, let's find the truth. So this is from uh, songfacts.com, <laughs> which is obviously the most reputable fucking source you can find. Clearly. Not .org, <laughs> but .com. .com, yeah, that's right. They paid for it. Yes. Uh, songfacts.com says, Buffett wrote this song in Key West, Florida, after he finished a tour with his group, the Coral Reefer Band. That's awesome. Nice. Um, nice. They they had just toured Texas, and Buffett spent some time drinking margaritas at a Mexican restaurant, restaurant with uh, friends before going back to Key West. When he got there, he sat at the old Anchor Inn watching Gridlock on the roads, and used it as an inspiration as he composed the song. Okay, so what did you what did you take away from that? So it's in Florida where the right. song originates. Yeah. Um, you got yeah. drunk. Right. You got, yeah. And it, he, yeah. He's wasting away. That's what I took away from it, right? Yeah, yeah that's okay. exactly what I took from it too. Yes. Okay. Cool. I'm I'm glad we're all on the same page. So I so some turns what would happen that's gonna blow our minds. So here's here's uh, <laughs> because because this is what this is what Texas does. This is Texas because this is this is the uh, this is the version of the story told by a Texas person from a Texan. Yes, exactly. Um, Does he start by saying "well"? Yeah. <laughs> well. Um, okay. So, so this this the title of this article is called "Story Behind the Song: The Texas Origins of Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville." <laughs> it's a mouthful. Yeah, it says before it became synonymous with singer-songwriter Jimmy Buffett, his parrothead fan base and his business ventures, which include the Margaritaville restaurants, uh, resorts and restaurant chain and his Landshark Lager beer, Buffett's 1977 hit Margaritaville took shape in Austin, Texas. They're immediately fucking taking like Just all of the credit for it. They're everything, yes. Credit. They're taking they took everything. It had right nothing there. to do with anywhere else except for Austin. In the Texas. first in the first Perfect. sentence, they're like we this is all us. Yeah, exactly. So Austin-based restaurant Lungs Cocina del Sur, uh, located at 2700 West Anderson Lane. La Cocina del Sur. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, now the home of bowling and gaming destination High Five. So obviously did very well. Yeah. <laughs> really well. Really well. Sports uh, arena bowling alley. Served Buffett the frozen concoction that got him thinking about the lost shaker of salt. Oh. Not the Caribbean oh, origin okay. story some might expect. Although Austin isn't a bad starting place if you want a tequila heavy frozen drink. <laughs> so, okay, so they, they do actually go on to say that drink plus this, uh, the first huge surge of tour Florida inspired Buffett to begin the song at a friend's house in Austin before he too descended on Key West beaches. So they fucking drank margaritas in Austin, Texas. So he had a margarita once in Texas. He had a margarita once in Texas. So automatically, Texas owns the rights to that so they, song. So they own is, that. Is yes. what I just, they own right. that. Yep. yep. All right. Good for them. He he drank a margarita in Texas and then went to Florida and right. then like 
So it like had to have been right. It had to have been <laughs> the inspiration, the right? The fucking Texas man. It's so inspiring. You couldn't yeah. help but write the song about Texas. You have me. Convinced. That is Texas you, in a you, nutshell. You have me convinced, hundred percent. Texas all the way. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks because I've lived there. Uh, my I have family who lives there, yeah. and that is the fucking way that that goes. Huh. That's funny. Yep. Boom. Boom. Paul's right. Texas sucks. Fuck you, right. Texas sucks. <laughs> Fuck you all. I don't yeah. actually think Texas sucks, but I hate their fucking attitude. It's so so arrogant. It's terrible. Just arrogant pieces of shit. I don't know that. I'm just, They're you know, beat. whatever. It is what it is. <coughs> I just jumped on that beer. <laughs> beer? What are you guys drinking tonight anyways, by the way? By the by. Dude, Texas is weird, man. Okay. Because there's like there's a lot of good people that come out of Texas, you know? Like who? Name one. Stevie, Name one. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray Vaughan came from Texas? Yep. Stevie. Is, that, is that a fact? It is. Um, who else? Um, Greg Popovich? I think that's it. Is, is Pop from uh, Texas? No, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's been there for 30 years, so I just assume. Maybe he'll be, yeah. Yeah. I know there was a lot of like big comedians. I don't think they were from Texas, though. I think they got big in Texas. Like I think they moved to Texas Yeah. and became... Big comedians, like that's where they got their names and shit. Yeah, like Bill Hicks, I think, got big in Texas. That's a comedian yeah. thing. They, and, uh, they they start somewhere and then they end up going <laughs> to either New York, L.A., yeah. Chicago, or East West. Yeah, or yeah, there's, a, I mean, yeah there's, like a, there's only like a handful of places that you'll go to get right, into right. that profession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go to the place where you have a fuckload of people who might pay pay you money. Yeah, exactly, exactly. To talk at them. And yep. Now, yep. So Rogan has gone there. With Elon Musk, Rogan and Elon Musk, the power couple to start a new cult, of, uh, <laughs> the hetero personality, the hetero power couple. Wait, Joe Rogan and Elon Musk? What? Did I, miss, did I miss something? Yeah, dude. Joe Rogan moved to Texas, and Elon Musk has moved to Texas, and uh, yeah, they're trying to. Is I this after? Is this after Joe Rogan signed with Spotify, or what? I think it started think... before, but it had to do with COVID. Yeah, he. Oh, okay. he moved, I think he moved there right before. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, also Spotify. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. This is a this is technically a Spotify podcast. Oh, man. Sweet. Joe Rogan's my coworker. We've Joe, talked about this before. Joe, Joe Rogan. <laughs> we text about this all the time. Me and yeah. Joe Rogan, man. Buddy we're buddies. Pretty, we're pretty tight. Pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> Where Where's Mike all... Goldberg, then? Where the fuck's Mike Goldberg? Right. Mike. It's where we get all the money to produce this fucking... <laughs> where is Mike Goldberg? Wonderful gem. Right, exactly. It's a hidden gem, I like to think. Hidden. It's hidden. It is a hidden gem. I agree. I don't know. I guess I guess at this point, we probably just open up this beer and drink it, because that's what this podcast uh, is about. Yeah, dude. I've been waiting. All right. We... So, I... I fucking didn't have any idea what to expect out of this. This is literally just like one of those random strays that I grabbed out the shelf. Nice. Um, I would tr- Jesus, Derek. Sorry, sorry. I love I'm that sorry. this is a regular feature of the podcast. He just now. loves bubble wrap. <laughs> it sounds like a bunch of bubble Dude, wrap. it's just ice, man. I'm sorry my headphones are so spectacular. I can't help They it. really are. Yeah, they came with a phone. I don't know. There he is, <clears> microphone. So... Uh, again, just a random stray I bought off the shelf. I always like to, I, I'm trying to grab something like that looks interesting, sounds interesting. Right. Uh, because I, I'm kind of coming to terms with the fact that you can only describe 
like a, a double IPA so many different ways. Right. Like there's going to be slightly different flavors, but there's not going to be like all this differentiation. You're not going to, you're not going to blow anybody's socks off with right. the descriptions of, yeah. you know, this double IPA versus that right. double IPA. Versus oh my this. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> basically I think what's going to happen from now on is just shock value, uh, super obscure shit, uh, yeah. stuff like that. Just, you know, something that's actually going to stimulate your taste buds a little bit. It's going to have yeah. Yeah. a different description uh, than anything we've ever had before. So, so that's the idea. So what we're having tonight is uh, it's called spiked smoothie, blueberry lemonade. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, it's by Connecticut. Va- uh, yeah. Connecticut Valley Brewing Company. Okay. And I didn't really dig in too much cause I didn't want to know a whole lot about it before I got into it. Um, but yeah, I basically bought this off the shelf going like, is this actually a beer? What is this? Right. Is this like a shandy? Is this, uh, you know, some kind of like malt liquor drink? What is this? Because mm. like a, smike, a spiked smoothie blueberry lemonade doesn't sound like a beer. Not yeah, really, no. <laughs> you can get like, I mean, you can get pretty creative with some beers and like <laughs> there's all kinds of fruited beers, sours, stuff like that. But spiked smoothie blueberry lemonade is very specific. It's a lot of words. It seems yeah, like... It seems seems very like on the head you know what i mean yeah those are those are big shoes to live up to i think if you're gonna actually make that into a legitimate beer for sure yeah so i didn't i didn't actually uh look into this too much i did pull up the um the untapped description of it uh so i can read it to you after i pour it but yeah i'm just gonna pop that open real quick nice yes love it smells really good Smells exactly like <laughs> exactly, exactly like the like, description. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and it looks like a goddamn country time lemonade. <laughs> Holy shit. Boom. Alright, so I'll I'll dig up the uh, untapped description real quick just so we can all be on the same page with what exactly the fuck is going on right now. So this is actually described as a fruit beer. Um, it is five percent, and this is this is the description from Untapped. So it's a little bit lengthy, a little bit storytelling kind of thing. When you're longing for a sip of summer, we've got you covered. This one hits like a ray of late afternoon July sunshine, bursting with the flavors of just picked blueberries and fresh squeezed lemonade. It's as refreshing as sitting on a porch swing as a cool breeze blows through the trees. Wow. That's not really. That's not really what I was looking for. Yeah, man, that I, I was. was cool. I was hoping for like a little bit more of like description of the beer and a little right. less like like less yeah. like a like a summary like here you go vibe. I I don't need like a story. Right. Right. <laughs> but anyway, it does say that it's a it's a fruit beer uh, technically. So right. Yeah, that that's it. That's it. That's all I got. It's a summer breeze with fucking. Summer breeze. Summer breeze. Yeah. Makes no difference. I, I think. Oh, that, I think he's right. Yeah. Okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We well, end up doing karaoke with Derek. Yeah. I don't know how that happens every time. But it does. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, man. But um, it. Yeah, it looks like a like a, like a berry smoothie. Like it's super fucking. It's super like. Just very thick looking. Is it dark? Is it like a really dark, like blueberry, like? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a deep blue. Uh, not blue. 
it's like a deep like magenta color. Magenta. Yeah. So what do you guys think? What's your initial reaction? Oh, uh, hold on. Uh-huh. Okay, the, sorry. Thought you already the, did it. Take, take a sip. Kind of smells like uh, that, like rug cleaner you rent from like a supermarket. You know rug cleaner? Yeah, dude. Okay, so like up here at Tannerford, I'm sure it's different in other locations. It is. Yeah, yeah. Like rug doctor. Okay. Uh, carpet master, whatever the fuck you. Yeah. You know, yeah. It does smell like a scent of <clears throat> or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is this dangerous chemicals, Chris? You went to poison us? It might be, dude. What are we doing here? Might be. We don't know. We better drink the Kool Aid. I think it does taste. I, I, not taste. I haven't tasted it yet, but I think it does smell like lemon. And it's got like a little bit of that like fruity berry kind of like yeah. tail end. I'm getting a strong bug spray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so I'm not saying it's not going to be good. I'm getting a strong off bug spray smell here. Yeah. So it smells like kidney failure. All <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Wow, that was way sweeter than I imagined. Yeah, it's intense, man. Whoa, it's like stinging my nose, though. Really? Huh. It's like really sweet to start with. Like way sweeter. I was expecting a little bit of sour. Yeah. It's really not that sour. Yeah, and then it's got this weird like I don't even know. What is that that like climbs up your nose? Yeah, man, it's like a pulpy, like citrus drink, yeah, type thing going on. Like, like just like an aggressive fruit flavor, like a homemade lemonade or like a citrus. I would say would be the strong thing. I don't know what, yeah, necessarily kind. Yeah. It's weird. It, I, I don't know if I can quite put my finger on it just yet. I'm, I'm going to need a minute. Derek, what do you got? Uh, all right. So I bought a, uh, I think it's Florida Local just because the name has Florida in it. Um, yep. We'll see. I'm going to read you the description on this one, too. I don't know how good it is, but uh, this is called uh, Florida Cracker. Okay. By Cigar City Brewing. Oh, Cigar City, yeah. Okay. Uh, where's the description on it? All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. Though it's named from the 18th century cracker cowboys of the Florida prairie, the citrusy notes and uh, effervescence body of this Belgian style white ale make it perfect for any lover of fresh air and outdoor adventures. Wow. So that's what I got. It's uh, what is this? 5.5 percent. Okay. Florida cracker. Uh, yeah. Let's give it a shot here. Are you? Are you a person who likes who enjoys Belgian beers? Uh, well, yes and no. I mean, I've okay. had some that I like, some that I don't like. Okay. Um, but the the only other options for like the I guess the they have like a Florida local section. The yeah. only other options were like IPAs and double IPAs and triple IPAs, which I'm not really yeah. a fan of. So I thought yeah. I'd I thought I'd start with this one and see what happens. Yeah. I've never had that one. Um, highlight, uh, not highlight. Cigar City is around here. Oh, is it? Okay. Like with some of their stuff is around here, I should say. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, the first time I ever had uh, Cigar City was obviously in Florida because that's where they're from. Right. Um, and at the time... Yeah, from Tampa, I believe. Tampa, Florida. Yeah, Tampa, Florida. Yep. Yep. Um, at the time, this was five years ago, probably. Um, 
you couldn't get Cigar City around here. So I was all excited. <clears throat> so I went and got uh, I went and got myself some High Lie, which is uh, probably their most famous IPA. Yes, yes, that's the one you told me to try like a little while ago. Yeah, yeah. which I actually didn't even <laughs> I didn't even mind that for an IPA to be honest. But yeah, it's it's pretty solid. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I drank last time I was in Florida, and uh, I've had it up here a couple of times. It's 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 not bad. It's pretty solid. Yeah, right. well, yeah I mean, they're, they're they've become kind of a big. Uh, a big name in beer, um, but as far as like big names in beer, um, yeah, they're they're pretty good, man. All right, well, hey, let me give it a shot then. Florida Cracker, let me give it a, let me give it a drink. See what oh, happens. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, so this <laughs> is so this is very much like almost identical to like uh, if you've had like an original shop top. Okay. Uh, it's very, very orange, citrusy. Um, okay. It's very light. Um, I'm surprised that it's five point five percent. To be honest, is um, it a, Does it t- like? Does it feel less or more? No, it feels the exact same. Honestly, <laughs> okay. No, no, no it's I mean... it, it's very, very similar. Because like, I I feel like Shock Top is like, yeah, I feel like it's even less than five percent. It might be like a Bud Light, like a four point two, four point five, or something. Yeah, you're probably right. Um. But yeah, I'm surprised it's 5.5 because it's it's a very light, very smooth, but it has a very, very much a an orange citrusy type feel like on the back of your throat. Like it's okay. Other than that, it's a very you know, you know, it's a light beer. It's a very watery type, whatever, with just a little bit of a hint of like orange citrus flavor at the end of it. So it yeah. tastes it tastes very much like a shock top if you ever had one, like an original shock top. You you didn't sell me on it. I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's not. Yeah, I'm not gonna buy it again. I'll, I'll say that. I'll, I'll say that. I'll say that right off the bat. But not interested. That's funny. but I wanted to. I wanted to try it because it was. It said Florida on something different. I didn't. I didn't want to try an IPA or whatever. But that's what it's all about, man. Uh, there have been all kinds of beers we've had on this podcast that we've not ever drank again. Yeah, um, it's just that's part no of it. Yeah. Yeah. This will be one for me. I, I bought a six pack. I'm definitely going to drink all six, but I'm, yeah, not a fan. I mean, I'm, not that I'm not a fan, but it's just not. It didn't grab me by any means. It's just, yeah. it's very much like almost identical to a shock top. We drank a we drank a beer on here uh, a number of episodes ago that uh, tasted exactly like a blue moon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like yeah, mm-hmm. we can just put this away because. Yeah. The best thing you did was make a mediocre fucking like macro beer. Yeah, that's I know that's what. It, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, yeah. the, the interesting thing about this beer right now is that it's literally leaving that like lemon pulp on the side of the glass, like you would get if you drank yeah. like a like a like a heavy pulp lemonade. Oh, interesting. Okay, crazy. Yeah. It, yeah. Actually, that's that's actually makes it almost more appealing to me that um, that's a that's a real ingredient. Yeah, that's like, that it's leaving it there in the glass for you. Yeah, so it's pretty much the, there's really no mistaking it at this point that this is actually made. This is basically a fucking beer lemonade. Right, right. What's the percentage on that one? I don't know. If, did you already say that? I don't even know if you I did. Think it was five. Was it five? Yeah. I think so. Yep. Beer's making me hot. Making me hot? Well, it's probably just my house. <laughs> All like. It's like I, started, I don't know. It's like like in my chest. You know what I mean. Like I just get like oh, on the inside warm sensation. Really interesting. So like you took like like you took a shot of liquor or something like that warm or just like in the uh, middle. Similar, not not the same, but similar. That's yeah. usually something that happens when you drink something like high EBV. 
Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I would expect that from like a double or triple IPA, but not from whatever the fuck it is you're drinking. Blueberry lemonade. We were just talking about the other day. We had uh, we had some barrel aged stout uh, a handful of months ago. It might have been KBS. Uh, but yeah, we were pretty sure that we were drinking gasoline, and that was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those beers that we were like, it was definitely like one one and done. No, no yeah, dude, good. we split one. Yeah, we split a twelve oh, ounce really? beer. And that was enough. And we, I think we were both pretty shit-faced after. I remember being shit-faced. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. Well, like going back to your... 100%. Going back to your... Uh, to the Margaritaville thing that we were talking about before, um, mm-hmm. I actually went to a Margaritaville down here. It's at uh, Universal City Walk. Uh, so walk? it's like... Shitty Universal's walk. Shitty Walk. No, not shitty. City Walk. Did you say shitty? I don't even know. Whatever. Universal City Walk. Uh, there's like all these like restaurants in between like Universal and whatever the other place is that's connected to it. Um, but there's a Margaritaville in there, so I went there and they're like, "Oh, do you want to like upgrade to like a souvenir glass or whatever?" I was like, yeah. "Yeah, whatever. It's like five bucks or whatever." I was like, "Yeah, whatever. I don't care." Um, I had one fucking margarita, one, and yeah. I was literally to this day that's the most drunk I've ever during the daytime. It's the most, <laughs> during during the sunlight time, it's the most drunk I've ever been off one margarita. Wow. I don't know what they put in there, but. I still have the margarita. I still have the uh, souvenir glasses. So when you go back, you can get like souvenir margaritas or whatever for like five bucks less. Oh damn! Yeah. So I still have them, but I just haven't been back because I'm afraid to go back. You just got this glass around with you? Yeah, dude. I literally had to. I had to stay in Universal City Walk for like a couple hours because I was like, I can't drive right now. <laughs> That's funny, man. I can't do it. So uh, how big was this glass? Uh, it's like twenty-two to twenty-four ounces. I don't know how big it is Dude, exactly, okay. that's but different. that's but it's but it's huge. Yeah, it's definitely it's not like a typical you know mixed drink or whatever. It's it's huge. I'm thinking you're talking about like traditional size margarita, like an eight ounce glass. Or something. No, 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 no. It's a it's a big one. It's a big one. Dude, but still, wait, like, just me... one. But just one. Yeah. No. What you're telling me is you drank four margaritas right. and you <laughs> were somehow drunk. All right. Well, like, I was. I wasn't. I wasn't just drunk. I was like super drunk, man. Yeah. I don't know. I was like Captain Underpants, man. I was just like fucking flying around, like I didn't know what I was doing. Captain but Underpants. I, okay, I but I, but I had to fucking wait. I, I was like, I can't leave right now because I can't drive. <laughs> Dude, that happened to me once when I was drinking a margarita, man. I think it was like a Texas Roadhouse, embarrassingly, something like that. Yeah, we leaving there eat like, peanuts, throw them on the floor. Okay. Yeah, man. Like it wasn't a classy uh, situation. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude, I was way too drunk, and I was like, I didn't expect that to fuck me up so hard. <laughs> yeah, dude, some, I don't know, maybe it's just the tequila, whatever the tequila is yeah. in there, I don't know. I Maybe tequila doesn't really mesh with my system that well, but. That's what we talked about the last time you were on the podcast, is just like, tequila is just not the way to go. Yeah, no, you're right. For me. Yeah, no, you're right, because like I said, yeah, because I took the, yeah, that's right, because I took the Terramana, the Terramana okay. tequila shot, right. But yeah, that's not the way to go for anybody. Don't do that. <laughs> Dude, if you're I, listening, I think tequila high. It's different. It's a different kind of drunk for sure. I feel high on tequila. Yeah, like it's like semi trippy, man. When you when you had a lot of it, yeah, and like you're having a night with people that are drinking tequila, yeah, like the atmosphere that is created with like the the bodies in the conversations. You're like, I feel like I'm tripping right now. It's crazy, <laughs> and they're like, you want to talk to the devil? <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on? Come with me, son. I will show you. Yeah, exactly. 
See, I've never done that though. I've never been. I've never been like around people that are like drunk on tequila. Dude, yeah, I uh, had a group of friends, man, down uh, down the Portland way, where where I was living before. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they love tequila, man. And I'm telling you, man, we fucking communed with Satan. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's a whole different story, but all right. It was strange. Yep. I got the square tat. I woke up, man. (laughs) They're wearing hoods. I had evil tattooed on my forehead backwards. No. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what happened. Speaking backwards, like rolling is even hunting. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Ever. Um, even for, like part of the big decision maker and me not liking tequila was when I was real young. Um, we were drinking tequila one day, me and. Uh, I can say his first name. Me and Todd um, yeah. were playing beard eye. Okay. We were playing beard eye with tequila. Fuck you. And, uh, what is wrong with you? Yeah. And like during that's the day, your first mistake. During the daylight hours. And, during uh, the day, during the sunlight, man. That's yeah. Problem. And then um, I won't go into specifics, but I'll say that my friends told me that I did something that I did not remember doing. Yeah. And it what was, was like, that? It was not a good thing. Right. I'm not going to tell you. But <laughs> what do you mean you're not going to tell us? How can I, you build it up and not? It's tell us? pretty bad. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I guess. I guess I'm okay with that. But um, yeah, they they told me that I did something that I didn't remember doing, and that was the first time I'd ever heard anybody say that about me before. Right. And I was like, okay, that's that's first time. Yeah, Probably like first time you didn't remember doing something. You're like, okay, well, yeah, I let's probably not, shouldn't do that. Let's not do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Did that's you, it. Did, did you learn your lesson though? I did, yeah, because I don't. I mean, once I mean, tequila wise, yes, but like, I mean, just in general. Oh, like doing the thing I did? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, no, I never did that. No, no, no. Just doing something that you didn't remember. Like, I realized that this one that you're talking about is tequila referencing, but yeah, did you learn? Did you did you learn a lesson as far as like? not drinking enough to remember i guess well i i think that's or to not I remember think, i think that's what what really hit home for me a lot was that uh that had never happened to me before right right and it, it's really never happened to me since okay so that's good that kind of put everything into perspective as to like hey well, let's not do that ever we don't again. we don't really need to get to that level <laughs> no yeah exactly so yeah as irresponsible of a, of a drinker as i am i i can Gonna draw the line somewhere, yeah. Yeah, he's gonna lie. Yeah. Um, that said, I did have some tequila in Vegas, just a little bit though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Couple, couple. Oh shots. my god! Oh god! I, I meant to ask you about that, man. So you went to Vegas like not that long ago, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was there like three weeks ago. Yeah, man. Yeah, because Greg told me when he was down here. So what, what, what were you there for? Uh, well, I guess it's fine to say now. My brother got married. Um, which one? Which one? Uh, the. I don't know. Oldest one? No, not even. The second oldest one. The one who lives in Portland. I don't know who that is. Chad? Jared? Who was it? Yeah, I'm just going to list all their names now. Yeah. (laughs) Matt? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, my brother brother Jared got married. Oh, he did? Okay, cool. Yep. Um, Nice. I like, I I love Jared. All right, cool. I think that's cool. Um, yeah, so went out and it was kind of like an incognito thing. Um, it was, you know, it was yeah. very completely planned, but uh, it was kind of under the radar and, mm-hmm. you know, pretty smooth. 
and yeah, we just went out and raged for a few days, and yeah, it was, it was a super good time. Nice, man. Have you been to Vegas before that? Me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was my fourth time there. Fourth time in Vegas? Yep. No shit, man. Was this one any better or worse or whatever? It was, just in the... it was just different, yeah. It yeah. Different. Uh, it was it was definitely still fun, but uh, I think I talked about it a little bit last time. Like, um, they were still kind of ramping up things from you know being shut down and everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like it wasn't like full one hundred percent Vegas, but yeah, it was still really fun. Nice. Really. Um, we, you know, it's different when you have an agenda. Most of the time I go there, I don't have an agenda. So I just fucking wander around all shit face and do whatever I want. Right. 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 Um, but like, I actually legitimately had places to be and stuff like that. So, right. Um, it was, it was different, but it was, it was fun. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. I went with, I went with, the uh, two people who went and stayed with two people who'd never been there before. So that was, mm. that was cool to see you know, how they reacted to it and everything. Right. Right. Have you ever been? I've never been. No. Yeah. It's 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 one of the places I want to go. There's there's a few places I can't even. Well, I I'll say it anyways. Whatever. I want to go to Vegas. I want to go to uh, Germany, and then I want to go to Bora Bora. Which all of those, if you put them in sequence, they make no sense together. But yeah, I was gonna ask about that last one there. But they make no sense. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Bora Bora. Now Bora Bora is like that's like on my bucket list. Like number one on my bucket list. I want to go there. But, okay. Uh, but yeah, Vegas is right up there too. <laughs> Yeah, we and, and and Germany just because that's where my family's from. Like most of my family's from, and actually most of my family still lives there to this day. But Germany's cool, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Vegas definitely for sure. As far as the United States goes, for sure, that's that's number one. We should get uh, beers from last night to pay pay for us to go to Vegas, dude. Seriously, come on. I'll talk, I'll talk to the accountant. Talk come to on, yeah. Talk talk to Spotify, whatever, whatever you got to do. Let's go. Get Joe. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Get Joe Rogan. Come on, Joe. Let's Come get on, Joe. Joe. Where's Mike Goldberg? Where is Mike Goldberg? Where's Mike Goldberg? <laughs> Where is this guy? I fucking I loved he, that guy. I think he's in Strike Force. <laughs> I think he is too. Yeah, he's yeah. in one. Of, he's in one of them. Strike Force and Pride or whatever the fuck it is now. But it's not in the Octagon, it's just not the same without him. It's not, man. It's not. I mean, I love fucking uh, what's his face, uh, John Anik. Yeah, John Anik. Yeah. Thank John you for Anik's saying that because I would have never thought of that. But yeah, John Anik's <laughs> pretty good. He's actually really good. No, no, he is. He's great. He's great. He's he's really really good. But I just love Mike Goldberg. Man. He's like the ESPN version, which is good. But uh, Goldberg, right. Goldberg was like the like, you know what I mean? Like like when they play like that fucking like music, <laughs> like in between the things, it was like fucking gladiators and shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, like it was fun back then, man, because like they were still kind of like pro wrestlers, you know what I right. mean? Right. Well, Chuck they just nice well, man. Well, you know it was mean? fun because they didn't even know they didn't even know what they had. It was right in front of their faces, but they didn't even know what it was. Right. You know, and that's I don't know, man. I love Michael, but that you know, honestly, that's why I respect Joe Rogan so much because he's just if you if you ever like go back to Joe Rogan's story as far as like the UFC goes, like he literally was like a like a sideline like announcer. Yeah. Like before he got to where he is now, like if you go like way yeah. back, and like it's just interesting to see where he is now because he's so into it. He's so fucking into it now, dude. I guess he did it for free for like the first six. Yeah, years. yeah. Um, like he did. He did. He literally was like, "Hey man, just give me and my friends some free tickets, and I'll come do this." For free. Dude, that's all it was too, man. He's just like, "Just give me a chance. I will do it for nothing. I just want to be here." Right. Right. Which is crazy compared to you know where he is now, like all the shit that he's done since then. But 
That's super cool. Yeah, it's cool. I love Joe Rogan right to death, man. I fucking, I mean, he doesn't know me right at all, but obviously, but <laughs> I mean, we're tight, but but I mean, you know, I know Water's tight with him, but you know, if you want to give him my number, so I can talk to him, but whatever. Yeah, probably not. But no, he's. <laughs> I understand that. You know what? You I understand like that. that. It's fine. It's cool. Whatever. <laughs> but no, I love Joe Rogan. But I love Mike Goldberg too. Uh, that was the point of this. But anyways, moving on. Um, the, the other thing I, I thought of for tonight is, uh, so, so Paul and I last year, uh, when the pandemic hit, we were kind of just like, we were just doing this, like this was our excitement because there was nothing else to do. Right. Like yeah. we come into this office and talk to each other because without masks, cause we're rebels. Yeah. Just talk <laughs> stuff. Um, but no, like, so all kinds of shit just got dis, uh, just got derailed last year. Like all these plans in place and, and things that were supposed to happen and just never happened. So uh, one of the beers that we had last year uh, was supposed to debut at Headlock Field in Portland yeah. for the Sea Dogs home open. Nice. By yeah. Lone Pine. Uh, Lone Pine Brewing Company. Uh, nice little session IPA, you know, super light, like drink a fuckload of them on a hot summer day kind of thing. And yep, yep. they were supposed to initially release it at Headlock Field for opening day. Uh, weren't able to, so they just distributed a shitload of it out, and we were able to get some um, and to have here on the podcast. I really liked it. I thought it was good beer. Um, I don't know if you remember it at all, Paul. It was just a nice little light session IPA. Right. Um, but it stuck with me because I wanted to be at Hadlock Field drinking that beer when it came out. At the time. Yeah. Um, and obviously didn't get to do that because there was no there was no baseball season last year in the minor right. leagues. Um, so the other day I'm I'm like stumbling around on the internet and Dogs have this like promotional weekend coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're not from Maine, you probably wouldn't understand this, but uh, the Sea Dogs are being sponsored by uh, Hot Dog. Uh, <laughs> hot dog fucking uh, monolith that is Kayem and they're going to be the, they're going to be the Portland Red Snappers for a week later stop it stop you, it no dude you didn't know that no I didn't stop oh, it don't even say that to me oh my god they're gonna be the Portland Red Snappers <laughs> for a week uh, later this month I think it might be next week actually <laughs> the Portland Red Snappers so I love it. They're doing like uniforms, and I saw this shit. So a red snapper, if you're not from here, is is a natural case red hot dog. Right. It's a natural case hot dog. It will give you. Cancer. And there's like a weird, for some reason, like it's deemed necessary to dye the casing red, so it's like a bright red fucking right. hot dog. But it and just snap. hot dogs. God, I miss those. We don't have those here. I miss those. exactly. That's what I'm getting at. Is people from here. Know what that even is, uh, and it's a super niche thing. Like, it's really only here. And yeah, red snappers. So it's like this super iconic thing is very unique to Maine. And yeah, the Sea Dogs are going to be the Portland Red Snappers. And uh, it's unfortunate you can't see it, but I have a Portland Red Snappers hat in my hand right now. Oh my god! I will. Uh, <laughs> I will post a. Instagram, um, you please. I, was, I just thought it was please. a super cool, like very fun. 
just tiny piece of the Portland Sea Dogs I want, Portland Red Snappers. I, I want that hat. I want that hat more than anything right now. I want that. I want to wear it around here. Very expensive. Are they really? Yeah. How much was it? Uh, it was like 30 bucks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm all bucks. Yeah, so. yeah, that's standard. Um, But yeah, it's it's you get the outline of Maine. You get the traditional sea dogs colors here, but you get the outline of Maine. And then you got a big red hot dog hanging out in the middle of it. The hot dog is the mascot. <laughs> the, right. the hot dog is the sentient being. The sentient life force. <laughs> we have a sentient hot dog here. Nice. Uh, he's wielding, wielding a bat over his shoulder. Right. And for some reason, he's wearing a fucking, like, uh... Like a main winter yeah. um, cap with the fucking woolly sides that like, come down. Yeah, like a hunting cap. Yeah, dude. Okay. He, every picture of Ed Keen, uh, he wore that same hat. Yeah. I actually really like this guy. I think he's a pretty cool mascot. No, dude. I honestly, I, I kind of like that more than the Portland Pirates. The Pirates? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's just a hot dog, regular-ass red hot dog and a bun. <laughs> he's a hot dog, man. He's a with dog, a, he's hot. With a bat over his shoulder and a big old fucking honey. honey so, he ha- so he has the bun with him, then. He has the bun. He's in, oh, yeah. he's he's enclosed in the bun. Yeah, yeah, he's he's that's his clothes. Yeah, that's his clothes. Exactly. That's amazing. That that is amazing. I want yeah. that it's so bad. He's got bread clothes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, but, and, but no joke, Ed Gein had that same exact hat. Really? So I can't look past that. I yeah, I I don't know if I've ever seen that, but when I put the picture of the hat on Instagram, you guys will know exactly what Paul's talking about. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. Ed Gein was the guy who fucking all like the American Psycho and skin uh, suit guy. Skin suit guy. Yeah, yeah he's the skin suit run. guy. Yeah, yeah, he was the inspiration for uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw. Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Psycho. Yeah, like pretty much all of the fucking horror classics that were the origins of that shit. Yeah. Dude, it was out of fucking mind. Anyway. Yeah. Kind of like you. Kind of like you, Paul. Right? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm that far gone. He was staring pretty deeply into my eyes as he was telling us. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Dean. It's a strange cat. I think this beer is getting better as it's going. I don't know. I like it, man. It's good. Yeah. It's uh, it kind of tastes like the strawberry rehab. Really? Okay. I hope you try the strawberry rehab. I haven't yet, dude. It's very similar to that. Well, I thought it was like blueberry though for this one. I feel like it's like a mixed drink. Yeah, it, it just tastes like a mixed drink. It doesn't really have like blueberry elements to me. No, like no. it looks like a blueberry drink because it's so just deep uh, in color. But yeah, I don't really pick up blueberry. Like I, I think a blueberry is like more on the bitter of like the berries. Like yeah, well it's sweet, weird, but it's like. It's like the lemon and the blueberry met somewhere in the middle. Yeah. So it's like you have on the one hand, there's some weird aspects of like the like sensations of, of blueberry. I would say. Yep. Like if I were to eat like a blueberry muffin or something like that, like okay, I don't even know what I'm trying to describe, but it's like the lemon kind of takes the top half of okay. the blueberry out of it. Yeah, I see but, what you're saying. But there's still like that undertone of like yep, the sensation of blueberry. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, it's blueberry flavor yeah. without like yeah, I, yeah, it's very hard to describe. That punch, but, you know. Yeah. Mean? It's yeah. weird. It's almost like they canceled themselves out in such a way yeah. that it's become something new. Well, the, yeah, I, I think that explains what I was trying to say earlier about how I kind of expected it to be a little bit more sour because of the lemons. Right. 
So yeah, right, you, you right, probably right. you probably hit it right there. Yeah, it was right. pretty close. Yeah, I mean, I got a very vivid description off that. So yeah, drinking beers, drinking yeah. beers. It's it's something different. I mean, I think that's the that's the key here is that we're doing something entirely different than we've ever done before, and I hope we get to keep doing that. Yeah, we should do more podcasts naked. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this leather chair gets so hot. It does. I'm sticking. <laughs> uh, no boundaries. Derek's uncomfortable. Come I'm on. not. I've never been uncomfortable in my life. That's what we, that's what we love about you. <laughs> Derek's not uncomfortable, although he's in Florida and it's fucking 11 o'clock at night and 85 degrees. Exactly. No, it's like 77, man. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's actually it's been a nice day, man. It's been raining all day, so it's been nice and calm and not not too humid. So it's been nice. Um, nice. I, I'm really becoming like I, I'm becoming accustomed to the wild background. Yeah, dude. It's when we're lot. talking to you, because it's just crickets and frogs and shit. Oh, dude, they're cool. fucking they're everywhere, man. I have this like I have this like little gully or whatever like right across from my apartment, and when it rains, like shit goes fucking crazy out there. The, the wildlife out there is insane. There's frogs, crickets, birds. It's fucking crazy. And also, also, June bugs. I don't know if you guys, I don't know how you guys feel about June bugs, but I fucking hate June bugs. Has anybody ever felt good about June bugs? Dude, I fucking, I am, I am, it's, I can't even describe how petrified I am of June bugs, (laughs) even though they're so, they're so stupid. Like they just, this is why I hate them because they're so stupid. They just, they will fly anywhere. Because they're so stupid. They'll fly in your face or whatever. I don't like that. Just get out of my face. I don't want Just that. Keep your goddamn mouth closed or they'll find yeah. their way in there. Nah, dude. Fuck. I, I hate June bugs. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. I fucking hate them. It just flew right down your throat hole? Oh, my God. I would die, man. Literally die. I, I can't. I can't do it. You might. I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I could, honestly, but. It just choked to death. Can't do it, man. I don't. Oh, there's fucking. There's just giant bugs everywhere around it. That's the worst part because I hate bugs. But other than that, it's pretty good. But yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird how good these microphones or this microphone works. Very well. Because yeah, I'm surprised you can hear that because I can. I can barely hear it. Oh really? With with, with the headphones in because like my ears are plugged, but yeah, I I can still hear them, but I don't know. It's weird. Dude, Man. you could start talking like David Attenborough, and it'd be. Oh my thing. God, David Attenborough! <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, David Attenborough. June, I love David. Attenborough. June bugs. Yeah. I couldn't do it because I couldn't get close enough to do it. Well, he never gets close enough. He always has like people doing like secret cameras here and there. And then yeah. he talks. Then he talks about it. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, he's definitely just sitting in an office somewhere waiting. Oh for yeah. Somebody he's just footage. he's just examining the not the footage but like the edited footage. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'll get this back to you in like three or four months. Yeah, I still love him though. He's got some crazy. He's got some crazy shit that that he talks about. Yeah, how are you gonna? You can't. You can't can't upstage him. No, I was gonna say that's a whole different. That's a whole different subject. But Morgan Freeman, David (laughs) Attenborough, and that's it. And that's it. That is it. Bruce Buffer, I'd put up there too. Oh my god! yeah. Yeah. I want to hear Bruce Buffer fucking uh, narrate a nature documentary. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Bruce it, Buffer, it, it, dude. Bruce Buffer, I, I do. This guy's my fucking hero. He has literally never made a mistake. He is flawless 
every single time. He's fucking flawless. Dude, How do you do that? He knows exactly what he's gonna say every time. Dude, he's, he's dude, he's on he's on live it. he's on live television every pay per view, and the motherfucker has never made a mistake. He's fucking perfect. I don't know how you do that. How the fuck? How are you that good at what you're doing? Fifty percent of what he says is the same exact thing every it's, time. I, I mean, I guess that's probably part of it, but like, it's just it sounds so good every time. I went and watched him live, UFC two twenty, Boston, Massachusetts. Yep. And I have countless videos on my phone, and I was like, I didn't even care about the fights. I did literally recorded just Bruce Buffer. Just like introducing the fights. I was just like, I fucking love this guy so much. I want to hear him. And he was fucking flawless. He was, we are live. He, he does like the, he, he like fucking jumps in the ring and oh he does, God. dude. Yeah, jumping around, pointing back. Dude. Oh my pretty God. Fun. He's, pretty fun he's, to watch. He's fucking awesome. I love Bruce Buffett. He gets all kinds of fucking jacked up. Oh, yeah. I love how he says, I love how he says Kawhi. Hawaii. Dude, that guy is. Dude, the guy's drank like fucking five Red Bulls before he does that. He has to. How do you not? How do you not? I bet he's fucking. I bet he's never had alcohol or caffeine in his life. Dude, he probably never has. To be honest, he's, he probably he never like, has. He seems like one of those guys. He's gifted. He's just one of those guys. It's like Daniel Tosh said. Like, you're never gonna be famous because I'm famous, but I have a natural gift from God. Everybody right. has their 15 minutes of fame. He's like, you have zero, 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 20 years, zero, 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 zero. It averages <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, my God. I, Derek, I got a, I have a legitimate, uh, I have a legitimate question slash like bone to pick here, right? Okay. Okay. Hit me. So it's not. Apparently, it's something that you don't even remember. Okay. But when uh, when Greg was down visiting you, yeah, uh, we were we were on the phone. We had a phone call. Uh, you guys were pretty drunk. I was also pretty drunk. Yeah. Uh, I had I think I I played golf the day before or that day or something like that. All right. And I had a, I had a pretty good round. It wasn't anything too crazy. Um. But I had I had told you my score, okay, and or I told Greg my score, or who, whomever. But uh, we were talking about it on the phone, and you <laughs> you were like, "Wait, that was your score?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And you were like, "Wait, like wh- how many mulligans?" And I go, "None." <laughs> like, and then and then I had to okay, so I didn't say this at the time, but it popped into my head like, "Man, how many fucking mulligans is everybody playing with now?" <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, this? I mean, right. from what I've always done, it's like you get a mulligan per nine, so you get oh okay like one not, per nine. That's not too bad. So it's like you get two like total, but like one per okay. nine. Um, that's that's just how I've always played because we're fucking terrible at golf. But that's I, yeah, no, I can get behind that. I so the reason I ask is because like I'm fucking very competitive with myself. Like, <laughs> right. Right. I I. I want to know what I shot and stuff like that. Uh, right. so I'm very, very hard on myself with scoring. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was just curious. I was like, ah, oh, shit. Like, how many, how many fucking mulligans is everybody else giving themselves here? Like, no. I don't, I don't know how I stack up against other people. No. See, it's it's weird too because like when I play golf, like I'm the same. I'm the same way as you, Water. But like when when I play or 
it's been a minute since I've like played competitively with other people, like a foursome per se, per se. Um, But yeah, we'll, we'll generally do like a mulligan per nine, but me personally, like, I don't even want to use that. Like I will use it if I absolutely have to, like if I'll shank one in the fucking water or whatever, like I'm just like, all right, give me a second, give me a mulligan. I'm going to try this again. Yeah. But um, I don't know, man. Like, I'm the same way. Like I, I want to know genuinely what I would get for a nine or an eighteen hole nine, whatever, whatever you're playing. I want to know right. what I would get for a score. Um, like so. for me, in a, in a team setting, like you're playing teams, like it's a you know you're playing a scrambler or whatever. Right. Like, right. That's cool. Like I, I, I think everybody should be, you know, on the same on the same playing field. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Use it. Right. You don't use it, whatever. But like for me, it's it's not anything. Like I'm not fucking elitist here because i'm not actually good at golf right but my thing is like if i go out every day and give myself a mulligan or two mulligans and maybe someday i use them both maybe someday i use one maybe someday i use none right and then my scores at you know at the end of the year i i don't have any fucking idea how i shot because maybe someday i gave myself a couple strokes back right right Cause yeah, like yeah. like you're you're like your ninety three could have turned into like a ninety seven if you would have really, you know. No, I'm not saying that's what you did, but I'm just saying like you could have done that. Or or like or yeah, or like if I gave myself mulligans on that, I could have fucking shot an eighty nine or something like. Well, that. true. That... Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I want to. I want to know what I shot for real. Right. Right, and that's why I like that's why I like playing with Ryan. We had we had like a like a seven game series. Like it was like a, a eighteen hole seven game series. We best of seven. That's and, a lot. Yeah, it was, but and it was like over a long period of time because you can't play like every day. No. And uh, and like we, you know, we we did no mulligans, me and Ryan. And like we went through, uh, we played Herman, Rocky Knoll, we played Hamden, we played wherever. Yeah. Um, but it was like the last the last eighteen we played at at Herman, and we were tied. And he ended up beating me. It was like 94 to 93. And we played no mulligans the whole time. Holy shit. And I was just like, I just couldn't believe that he beat me because I shot a 94. I was like, dude, this is like one of the best runs I've ever shot in my life. But you fucking beat me. Like, I was just like, I, I was upset at myself. I was like, how did you beat me? I shot such a good round, but you still fucking beat me. So it, it, it wasn't stroke play. It was match play. You guys were playing. No, no. Like, it was just, yeah, it was just me, me versus him. No, whoever, no, whoever won the round won. Yeah, whoever won, whoever won. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was so that's yeah. It was best of seven. So that's why it took so long. It took like I don't even know how long it took, but a month and a half or whatever to get like yeah. seven full rounds in. Yeah, um, yeah. You don't get to play but, eighteen every fucking. No, like, you don't get times. Yeah, right, right. So I don't know, but yeah, I, I'm the I'm the same way. Like I I want to know how I actually shoot. You know, with no mulligans, whatever. Like if I shank it in the woods, like okay, penalty, dropping in the penalty zone, whatever. Like I lose yeah. a shot, whatever it is. Yeah. Like I want, I want to know my actual score by the time I'm done here. Yeah. But yeah, I think I, I can't remember what it was that we were talking about that that one day. But since then, uh, I went out and had an even better round. So I'm fucking flying high right now, man. Dude, I fucking love it, man. I love it. I love Anybody it. Anybody who listens to this podcast is uh, good at golf. You can fuck right off and not judge at all, but. <laughs> Don't yeah, judge. Just, don't judge in 93, 92, whatever. Don't judge that yeah, shit. That's good. That's good. My 20, o- 20 over is good for us. All right. Yeah. Career best 93. Shot a 49 and a 44. 
That's that's great, man. That's great. Happy with it. I love it, man. I played one time at Hamden, man. Have you ever played Hamden Water? Yes. Okay, yeah. I played uh, the first nine. I shot a 50, 52 or 55 or something like that. Oh, something stupid. Yeah. But then, like, the back nine, I shot a fucking 37. Oh, my God. Yeah. I shot, dude, I'm not even kidding. Like, the last hole, I sh- I got an eagle. My first eagle. My one and only eagle. I got an eagle. Um, Still don't I was just one. like, yeah. I got, I fucking drilled. It was like literally like, well, it's not now, but like dusk. All right. So I like drilled it, my first, my drive. And then I drove my second one, with my hybrid. And then I was like fucking eight feet from the green. I didn't even know. Cause I couldn't see anything. Cause it was like basically dark. Yeah. And then I was, it was like an eight or 10 foot putt. And I was like, Oh my God, it'd be cool if I got an Eagle. And then I fucking drilled it. And like, so I got like a 30 and I got like a 30, it was a 37 on the, on the back nine, but the front nine, but it's it's only a nine hole course, so like, how did I do so bad on the front, but I did so good on the back? Yeah, that's very odd. Like, like how did I do that? But sometimes it takes me a little bit to warm up, though. So I get yeah. behind that. Yeah, I was weird. My buddy, I play with a lot, Ben, uh, who listens to podcasts. Uh, we were playing today, just played nine, and he shot a thirty eight on the front at Rocky. Holy shit, that's good. Yeah, which. Jesus Christ. That's really good. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty impressed. Yeah. 38, man. That's like, what, four over par if you do that again. That's that's really good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's really good anyway, but that, that was something else. Right. Really yeah. good Really good compared to our good is, is just a little different. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just it, man. I, I just try to play against myself, man. Uh, there's that's no what it is. I think that's what it, that's what it is. We're all trying to play against ourselves, but sometimes yeah. you get sometimes you get a little frustrated, or maybe have a too, few too many beers, and then you're just like, "Fuck." <laughs> that's it, man. There's there's nobody there's nobody who's you know on your exact same level. No, so like just... for you to for you to try to go out and you know expect to play with a guy who's you know better than you or you know whatever. Like it's it's probably. I mean, it's a good goal, but. I mean, it is. I mean, that's realistically where you want to be, but like you're, you're still right. playing against yourself. Like that's, yeah. the, that's the goal of it all. Do you find another beer, Paul? <laughs> Paul found another beer. Paul found a beer. Grab a Miller Lite. <clears throat> it's Miller time. Oh yeah. Would you? Would you? Uh, would you ultimately end up on with this beer? What do you think? I thought it was really good, man. I liked it a lot. One to five. One to five, I'd give it a three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Three point five, like not even three point seven or something. Like three, just three point five. No. Okay. So like, like for me, that's good. Uh, but it's pretty good. I wouldn't drink a bunch of these. No. Um, it it was a little much as far as that goes. But as far as just a interesting try, I liked it. Cool. For a five percent beer, it's actually like pretty filling. Like it's got, yeah. I feel like it's got some substance to it. It's probably all that pulp that's just floating around in my belly right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I definitely feel like I drink in a glass of OJ. Yeah, like that's the vibe. That's legit, dude. Look at this fucking glass. Yeah. It's, it's it looks like a goddamn snow globe right now. Snow globe. <laughs> what do you think, water? Would you what would you give it? I do like it. Um, yeah, actually, you know, I. Now I feel like a shithead because I I think I was shitting on Paul there for a second, but I think I go like three seven five on this. Yep, yep. 
like four is four is a pretty solid rating for me. Um, it means right. like you know, go drink it again, like no problem. This is probably not one that I would go look for again. Right. Would I drink it again? Yeah, sure I would. But well, yeah, yeah, if somebody not, offered it to you, you'd be like, all right, yeah, I'll take one. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm probably not gonna go buy it again. Mm-hmm. I guess is the is the proper scale. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> did you did you finish that piece of shit beer yet or what? Oh, I did. Yeah, I, I switched yeah. to Bud Light because I didn't want to drink it anymore. You you finished it though. You didn't. Fucking I did. Up, huh? I did. No, I finished it. No, I definitely finished it. Yeah, I got an empty can. You can't hear it, obviously, but I got one. But yeah, no, I just I don't know if I, I was, you know if I was to give that a grade like two seven five, ooh, like which is not good, obviously, but uh, I don't know. Like I I like shot top as far as like a like a casual just whatever beer, yeah. But it's still not like shot tops whatever to me to be honest. But I do I do like it. So like I'll I'll drink like I'll drink it in 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 quantity. Like I'll drink six eight shot tops or whatever. <laughs> But like, but it, but but what I'm saying is like, this is supposed to be like, this is Florida, Florida cracker or whatever. Like they're trying to be something, but it's it tastes the exact same. Like you can't, yeah, you just can't do that. Like you get no that you get no that, that for doing so, the same thing. Yeah, so that's why I give it like a less grade because like I'm not gonna go out and buy that because it was like ten bucks for like a six pack of that where I can get like twelve bucks for like a twelve pack of shock top or whatever. Like I can just go get shock top and do the same thing but get twice as much. That's that's the whole reason we do this, man. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. just my opinion. That's just my opinion. But I don't know if it's good or not. But that's just how I feel. Yeah. Some people do do a good job at you know uh, you know altering and, and reinventing. Right. And then some right. people just end up coming out with the same old shit that's been done a thousand times. Right. And that's that's what this felt like. Honestly, that's what that that's what that felt like because it tasted almost identical to a shop dog. If you've ever had one, that's that's what this is. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, that's not what I'm looking for. I just, I, like I said, I was trying to do something different, but not away from like the IPA thing, which I should, I should do because that's more or less like your lane or whatever. But that's, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that personally. So, but yeah. I try, I try something different, but it, it, it tastes the exact. To me, it tastes, it tastes, to me, it tastes the exact same as shocked up. So, I'm not gonna, do, I'm not gonna pay twice as much for something that tastes the exact same that I could just get, you know, anywhere. Yeah. I'm not going to try to steer anybody into doing, you know, doing something they don't, they're not going to like or not going to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know that. I know that for sure. I think definitely, you know, try to try different things out and yeah, it doesn't matter to me whether you like what I like. That's, that's, that's a me thing. That's a me problem. That's not a you well, problem. Well, yeah. You, you like what you like. Right. Exactly. But yeah. Right on. I thought I'd give it a shot and see what happens. Yeah. But didn't really like it, but Hey, didn't maybe pick. next time I might pick something different. So. Yeah, we've done that fucking many times yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, my God. Any, uh, <laughs> any other fun news to report, Derek? Uh, I wish I did. I wish I had something to report to you, Woodard, but I have nothing. Unless you, want, unless you want to hear about how tired I am, but <laughs> other than that, I, I have nothing, man. I don't. Yeah. I like drinking beer and being tired. Apparently, that's my life now. I like drinking beer and being tired. Apparently, 
I mean, apparently that's what I do now. So I'm just tired and drinking beer and smoking cigarettes. <laughs> don't forget, don't forget about smoking cigarettes. I smoke cigarettes a lot. So that's number three. <laughs> it's good that it's number three, at least I guess, not number one. Right. But yeah. No, I don't There's have any thoughts on the zeitgeist here. Oh right, dude. Fuck you, Paul. Fuck you for <laughs> suggesting that. By the way, how about we talk about something? Paul, talk about if you want to talk about zeitgeist. Then we need a whole different podcast. We need a whole different channel because uh, well, that's it. we're talking right now, and this is the only time we ever do this shit. Let's talk All right, talk. listen, listen, listen. All right, I know Chris has to go to bed soon. I know that. <laughs> I know I shouldn't have brought that up. Listen, no. I don't know why you did, but I I, I'll talk. I did it. So hey, I'll talk. It. I'll talk to you about it. I'll talk to you about it. Eric, come at me, dude. What? <laughs> why? We've already talked about this, Paul. I can't. All right, listen. Why? All right, fine. Let's not talk Why? about. It. <laughs> okay. All right. I won't. If you don't want me to, if you don't want me to, I won't. If you don't want me to, I won't. so so first of all, Derek, we got to talk about it because I can't even understand the fact that you had never seen this before. Never seen reason. it. Never never even heard of it. Never even heard of it. Even heard of it. This is so alien to me. It doesn't even make sense. I didn't even know what that. I didn't even know what that was until a couple weeks ago. No, never heard of it. That doesn't even make sense to me. Well. Well, let's give welcome some, to my life. Let's give some background detail. What is the zeitgeist? Yeah, we yeah we can give a brief little rundown. Give a rundown, fellas. But hey, you just watched it. You you give us the rundown. You're gonna wait. Uh, you want me to give a rundown? Yeah, you're the guy. How am I the guy? I have the guy. I have the least amount of information about this. All right. Um. So it's a documentary about some crazy shit. Just yeah. throwing that out there. Um, so there's three points to the documentary. Uh, one being the first point being religion, second point being 9 11, third point being like the banking, uh, I don't know, financial part yeah. of, of America, like today, I guess, or not today, but like a few years ago, but also today. I mean, it kind of the banking ref- infrastructure, yeah, it, it, ref- it reflects today. Um, I mean, that's all you really need to know. If you're interested in any of those aspects, then go from there. But Derek, everybody's seen this. You're the only Nobody, one. No, that's bull. Seen. No, that's fucking complete bullshit. There's no, no way, you, dude. You're I am the dude, last person. No, that's not true. That's not true at all. Because <laughs> I am the most like progressive, forward-moving person on the planet. I've never even fucking heard of this. You were the last person. This documentary. No, that's helpful. bullshit. No, that's bullshit. I don't believe any of you. You guys are lying. I don't care what you're saying underneath my breath right now. I know you're talking, but I don't care. No, you guys are lying. You guys are lying. I don't want to hear it. Lying. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. This documentary is like 12 or 13 years old. I don't care. I don't care. Well, if you're 12 or 13, you can't understand what the fuck they're talking about. All right? So. No, I'm saying it's 12 or 13 years old. Well, even then, you couldn't understand that. What were you? Okay. Fucking 18 years old? There's yeah. no way. There's no way. There's no way you could understand. You were literally there. Yes, I was there, but I was not there. The there. I was not there. I was there, but I wasn't there. All right, there's a difference. Anyway, that's not important. It's yeah. it's, it's it's cool though, right? It's a pretty fucked up documentary, right? Well, that's an that's an understatement. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, dude. So did you like it? I I loved it. I fucking enjoyed the shit out of it. I couldn't stop watching it. I've watched it, it twice. Your, I've watched it twice. Did it change your life? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I'm not sure how to think anymore. But yeah, I mean, so so the general premise, right, is is that uh, basically like 
they're just trying to change your viewpoint. They're trying to open your mind to like all of the, you know, quote unquote realities of, <laughs> of what's actually going on with all these. Things. It was right. a hot topic at that time. And, right. you know, talking right. about oh, jet fuel can't melt steel and there's no yeah, way that yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Dude, how do you talk it? How do you talk about it? I don't know how to talk about it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was. I mean, it's the epitome of a conspiracy theory, Doc. Like, it's right. just. I mean, if that's the, if that's what, okay. you know, sorry, sorry, here's sorry. what it actually right. is. If that's the road you want to go down, I'm fully, like I'm fully into conspiracy theories. I'm fully into it. If that's the road you want to go down, but I don't know if you're ready for that. It's. Derek, I told you about this documentary. What do you mean? Right. Well, yeah, I know. We, <laughs> I know. We, you didn't know this documentary until I fucking told you about it. That's you. true. That's very Come true. On, you, Come on, you dog. What are you doing? This is Chris Woodard's podcast, not Paul Miller's podcast. I know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not coming at you really, man. I'm sorry. I'm just I know honest. you're not. Paul. I'm just trying to instigate some kind You don't of have stuff. a mean bone in your body. I, understand. I know, Derek. I love everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but I mean, it's, I don't know, like, it's pretty easy to just blow it off. Uh, but, you know, there's some pretty compelling arguments in there, pretty compelling information. There's very, you know, there's very vivid information, like in, yeah, your, fa- in your face information that it's hard to discredit. Like it's, it really is. The, I mean, if nothing else, the dude, the dude did some work. Um, I, I don't know if it's like easy enough to say like facts, like the dude get his facts straight, or the dude did his research. Well, he, he did. He did some research. He definitely did some research. Whether yeah. it be whether it be right, wrong, positive, negative, like he did some research. He did some fucking work. Yeah, yeah. Um, more so than any of us have ever done. And it's just, it's really, it's really, really interesting to hear that perspective of of this, like whatever it is that we're living in right now. To be honest. Yeah, it's it's pretty much just a teardown of of the entire like. You know, infrastructure of of the of you mon- know, right modern like, modern day America, man. It's, uh, ideology, yeah, yeah. Basically, it is, man, because like it starts with Christianity, which is kind of like the foundation of a lot of people's belief systems. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of like a core foundation of many people's like just like basic world. Yeah, it, that's square one. That's where it starts attacking. Right. Yeah, and you know, what I mean, like I've kind of described this before, like just because like the story necessarily is one hundred percent correct doesn't mean that the you know, like the ideas of like being a better person isn't correct. Right. So right. I mean, just right. as they attack like the validity of the fact of certain things, you know, like to me it doesn't affect, but still from his angle, what his approach was, was a attack the core belief system. Mm-hmm. And right. then B B was basically like when I was a kid, I remember watching like Sam Private Ryan and like all those fucking war movies. And I'm not going to lie, man, I was pro America. Like there was every time I was like, yeah, I joined the fucking army, dude, I do mm-hmm. all that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? But, dude, I'm not going to lie. After watching documentaries like this and seeing this stuff, it's just like, God damn, they're lying to us. You know what I mean? Like, this, yeah. this is bullshit. Well, I, so I like that. That, that I, was the second attack on our, like, core belief system. Yeah. Well, I like, like, I like the way that you, you pointed it out twice, that you said the word attack. Like, they, they were attacking the religious system. Like, yes. they, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't just talking about it. He was attacking it. No, no, it, it, it was. His, his whole aim in that thing was to, to bring down, yeah. to bring down. Well, I don't know if it's necessary to bring it down, but he was uh, attack is the right word. Like he's saying, like yeah. you believe this, but I believe this, but like there's this middle ground here or whatever. But like, in other words, he's again like the whole point of what we're saying is like he's making you think something differently than what you've believed like your entire yeah. life. 
Right, right. I think, yeah, yeah. Bringing down notch is the wrong term because that seems like somebody who just kind of has like a gripe. And you know what I mean? It's right. Kind of being a, right. You know, right. I think he was showing like the, the fraudulent aspects of like of, of, of what it is that you believe in. Yeah, exactly. Like if you really believe that, what was it like 18 dudes got on these planes and like hijacked them? And, yeah. Right. You know, right. That's that's most likely fraudulent. Right. Like and they're saying that how like like six of them are the only, like they could only actually account for six of them, even though there was like 18 to 20 dudes or whatever. Yeah. dude. And then there's some other guys saying like my name's on this list, but like I'm fucking here. Like I don't even know how I got on this list. I'm still like alive and well. Like I don't even know how I got here. Dude, it goes on and on. It's just it's you know what I mean? Like what what the reason was that they did it? I don't know. Who okay. Knows? Here's a good example. I, I was telling Chris this. I was on this podcast about JFK probably like a couple months ago, right? In, there's this whole conspiracy theory that like, oh, JFK was assassinated, blah, blah, blah. Right. So there's all this evidence, supposedly, that JFK may may have been accidentally killed through accidental friendly fire from the guy that was supposed to protect him. Yeah. Right. Oh, shit. Okay. So there was there was a guy that was a Secret Service agent in the car behind him. Uh, in in the motorcade, right? Yeah, yeah. So Lee Harvey Oswald fires off two shots. The guy in the car behind him stands up and he's trying to figure out where the fire is coming from, right? Yeah. After right. the second shot uh, goes down, goes through the mayor of Texas, and then goes into JFK's neck. They're like, oh, fuck, we need to get out of here. So the cars start to fucking shoot off. And when the cars shoot off, this guy who was in a standing position in the passenger seat of this car falls back in the seat. And like so, supposedly there's all the evidence that like while he was holding his M16, he accidentally fucking fired. What? Got JFK in the back of the head because what? what they said was the only way that it would make sense for that final shot that actually killed him uh, would be from the car behind him, right? No so, shit. Here's the thing: he wasn't assassinated in this theory. It was a giant fuck up. It was a giant mistake. So there right. was a cover up, but the cover up was to cover up the fact. That, that it was a giant mistake. We accidentally we killed actually, our fucking. We accidentally killed him. Killed our president. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> Who's the same, the real narrative? The narrative is with nine eleven. It could be something very similar to that. Yeah. I don't want to present it in such a way that like I think that they're out <laughs> to get us. I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what the end game would be for them. But um. Right. What I'm saying is is that yeah, there's definitely some fuckery going on. You know what I mean? There's definitely a lot of evidence of like, well, something weird was going on. Yeah. You know right. I mean? Right. But uh. But that's okay. pretty, that pretty much encompasses the entire video. Is like there's some oh, fucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's some shit that you without, don't understand that's going on. Yeah, but that's kind of crazy. Fucking, yeah, <laughs> without doing a six-hour reaction video to a three-hour documentary, like right. it, that's the best way we can put it. Is like yeah. the entire you know concept of the video is there's some fuckery going on with everything that you think you know is correct. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, yeah, and whether you know whether it's true or not, uh, it, it's some pretty compelling shit. Um, so. It really I, is. I, I, I I felt very compelled. I was I I I hooked onto it for sure. I didn't. I didn't. Honestly, I, I when I when I clicked on it, and even the first like ten minutes into it, I was just like, "What? Why am I watching this?" And yeah. then, but but ten, but twelve minutes in, I was just like, I, I couldn't stop, man. I literally couldn't stop until the end of it because I had to see whoever it was this perspective on on everything that was happening. I, ha- I had to see it. You know, it's not that it's right or wrong or whatever, but I had to see their perspective of it. Yeah, you know, Real. again, Definitely. again, again, right or wrong, you know, whatever you believe. After you watch it, even if you don't watch it, whatever you believe, it's just like 
it, it's good to hear a different perspective of what you actually believe. Yeah. I it guess that's, good. I don't know. It's good. It, it was good. It was good. It was good. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I did I enjoy it. As far as the banking section, in my opinion. Yeah. Because I thought that, I mean, like, that shit goes back such a long time. Right. And right. Yeah, it, yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like that is like the fundamental core of the entire society. Yeah. Is the, the flow of money. Yeah. And, uh, like, there's these people that are in control of, of everything. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, man. Like, I'm I'm not going to be able to fucking recount it right now because I've had so many beers. But, uh, dude, like, the way they break down, like, the first depression, yeah. like, everything that led to it. Yeah. And all the rich people that kind of, like, had a hand. They profit. They profited off it, man. Yeah, man. It's fucked up, man. It's it crazy. is fucked up. Like I it. mean, the, the concept was basically just like an early version of insider trading, right? Yes, exactly. Like, like they basically talked to each other and was like, hey, this shit's going down. They all fucking pulled out. Yeah. And when they pulled out, it created that giant fucking, you know, like, yeah. uh, what the fuck's the word? Bubble? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, vacuum. Well, they, they found a way to make a profit off of fucking people's just agony, basically. Like... You're 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 doing this. You're going to war, but I can make I can make money off this. I don't know if they knew it was going to be that though. I I think they I think they did. I think they were presenting a case that they did. It was like a premeditated, hmm. co- coordinated, uh, thing. Yeah. So like I I believe that they thought they were going to lose money if they didn't pull out. But do you think they knew the far-reaching effects at that time? I think I think they had an algorithm that would tell them how to get to that like how much money they could make off that and they actually actually they actually profited more than what they even thought they knew that they could make a certain amount off of this war per se but they actually made more than they even thought and that's why there's been more shit since then that's just my opinion it's just my opinion i don't know how i feel about the word algorithm pre-computer though <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. well i mean i guess but before the word alg- algorithm came into effect, I guess, but it was the it was the precursor to algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before they knew what it meant, but there was like a there was, a, was there was a mathematical equation <laughs> that somebody yeah. thought that was like, oh, if we do this, we can make this. Yeah, dude, like uh, I, I'm, I think it was the same documentary. They were talking about like World War One, right? How like up until a certain point, our president was like, we will not join the war. Yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah, you were just telling me about. Yeah, that I was just telling you about this. So, yeah, so, you know, like, his stance was very strictly, we're not going to enter this war, you know, and everyone was like, yeah, fuck, yeah, awesome. Right. But then, uh, you know, England and all the Allied forces yeah, came, and everyone was yeah. like, hey, all that money you lent us, mm-hmm. and the money that you, you, you lent to Germany, um, yeah, they're probably going to beat us, and we're not going to be able to pay you back. Yeah. All that money we lent you. We're getting toasted pretty and, hard right now. And, and like, uh, let's be if real. we lose, <laughs> yeah, you're not getting it back. You're not getting your money back, unless real Germany's not paying you right, right away. You know what I mean? So it wasn't until that point where he's just like, we need to go to war, America. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it just shows the influence of our society. Like, that's really what's pulling the string. You know what I mean? Yep. Because money is the lifeblood. Yep. It's the root of all evil. Yes. Anyway, I don't know. A fake monetary substance that we just believe in. Big monetary child monster. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, so there's this guy that I used to listen to 
um, who he was talking about the Great Depression. He was like this, like philosopher dude, and he was talking about how. What was his name? Alan Watts. Okay. And he was talking about how um, the Great Depression was funny because we're all so reliant on this fake idea of money, and so like everyone just had it in their head like we're out of money. But it's just like there's still wood to cut, there's still steel to to forge, there's still jobs to be had, there's still all these things to do. But people are still, you know, we we've been tricked into this system of money that like, right. And it's just like oh, all these jobs and stuff. So people are like, no, no, yeah. no, it doesn't matter. We're out of money. You're not out like, of resources. But, but the 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 woods right here. Yeah. The the timbers right here. The steel's right here. Mm. No, no, no. You you're out of money. It's like in the way he put it was like it's like saying you're out of inches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're like like what do you mean I'm out I'm out of inches? I, I I have the wood right here. There's twelve feet. No no no. You're out of fucking inches. There's, you you can't cut that. Mm-hmm. So that was basically what the Great Depression was. It was this giant scheme to basically convince this great economy with all these resources that they were fucked. When really it's just the, the idea. Absolutely, yeah. money is just an idea. Yeah. That's that's the whole beginning point of the, the banking part of that documentary. That's literally the whole point of what they were saying. M- maybe yeah. not that ex- specific example, but that's the whole point of that documentary. At least the third part of the documentary. Just people scared that there's no money, even right. though right. even because though they, is there. Because, the because if you yeah, if you watch the documentary, like banks were like closing the shit. People were like, dude, I need my money because I can't like you guys are closing shit down. Like, I need my money. Give me my money. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm sure they probably just had somebody else to pay that they that we had money to. Yeah. Just pick. Just picture it. Literally, this was a hundred years ago. Picture it. Like, how fucking crazy would it be if they said, like, "Hey, the banks are shutting down." Like, what would you do? Like, holy happened. shit! This happened like thirteen years ago. Well, yeah. When it did. Okay. Yeah, I know. You're right. You remember when we had to bail out yeah. the major corporations in the United States? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So we get that to look forward to pretty soon. That'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. Super, <laughs> super, super excited about it. Well, anyway, I think we went down a pretty good rabbit hole there. So. Yeah, decent one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, unless you guys have anything uh, last minute here to say, I think we, we've probably fucking done our obligation for the week. I got one last thing to say. Uh, fuck you, Paul. Fuck you, Paul. Hey, Derek, why don't you go fuck yourself, dude? <laughs> <laughs> fuck me, oh, you guys are adorable. Anyways. <laughs> Big talk when you're across the goddamn Oh, country, my. Dude. Fuck this guy. Woodard, I love you right to death, brother. I can't wait to do this again. Love Paul, you too, buddy. Paul, I could, you know, whatever. But anyway, <laughs> what are, what are, let me write to death. Hey, thanks Ed, for coming, Derek, man. Edit, edit that you. out. Edit that out. Fuck you, Paul. Anyway, no, I'll stand. Keep it in. And yeah, you haven't, <laughs> you haven't listened to my podcast enough if you think that's getting edited. <laughs> no, that's I haven't. The, I've already dude, told that's you. The I haven't. This podcast. I'm a terrible friend. Go fuck yourself, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right.